redo this. We're gonna redo this. We're gonna redo this. They oh, know. I lost it. I looked over. I can't deal with this. Welcome to Fluent Grace, a podcast for students about speaking the gospel into the everyday, ordinary stuff of life. You've got questions, we've got answers. Or at least we will search the scriptures and see how the gospel of grace should inform a response to the questions you have. We love Jesus and we love students, and we hope students will grow to love Jesus more as they encounter Jesus' amazing love for them. Our music for the show is Felix Kolpa by King's Kaleidoscope. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back in to Fluent Grace Podcast. Tim Wilson here, along with Tyler and Colin. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. We've, uh, we missed out last week. Yeah, what happened? Why didn't we shoot one? I don't remember. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, I had dad stuff to attend to. Oh. For being honest, I'd take my kid to the doctor. I hear you. Yeah, it's a good excuse, Tim. Dad life. Yeah, uh, I was rolling with that dad life. Took my little one-year-old to the doctor to get her ears checked, and uh, actually went really well. Thanks for asking. Uh, she's all healthy and fine, and we're rolling well. So, but then we had, you know, Holy Week was last week, so we just didn't have time to uh, find another day that we could all meet together and throw a podcast out there. Um, but here we are, two weeks later getting back into it uh if we had gained any knowledge and expertise in our first eight podcasts i think we have fallen back to square two we're definitely going to talk about margaritas at some point today (laughs) yeah we're rewinding all the way back to margaritaville (laughs) oh how was y'all's last week or i guess last two weeks anything overly exciting not much any dad life over there tyler Mm. any doctor's appointments here no no doctor's appointments a lot of doo-doo though a lot of doo-doo diapers a lot of those. So, as the as the guy sitting at the table, the only one that doesn't have kids, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna hold off for a long time. <laughs> yeah, wise, wise. A lot of people don't think about what comes along with kids when they choose to have kids. Long doo doo diapers being at the top of that list. <laughs> Crusty boogers and. <laughs> I think I can eat. I get. I don't have a. I have a pretty weak stomach. So is that is that the top of the list on things y'all weren't expecting the most with parenthood? Hmm. Uh. No. I mean, I was expecting diapers. Yeah. But somehow, and I don't know how this works. My uncle has five kids. Uh, his oldest is a little bit younger than I am, down to like, I think his youngest is a teenager now. So five kids. He made it through five kids, and the. Uh, the story goes that he only changed three diapers in that amount of time, or something like. That. I don't know. And he's Some still st- married. That's what I say. <laughs> like if I tried that, I, <laughs> it would not go over well. I, I don't see that. Tyler, going how well. would that go over if you said no, no diapers? Mm, yeah, that wouldn't work. <laughs> that would not go. I. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well. I don't know. I'm like I'm impressed, you know. Uh, if for my uncle, however he was able to swing that, that's pretty impressive. Well done, sir. And stay married. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. That's the and his wife part. still loves him too. Wow. You know, not only are they still married, they still love each other. Wow. There had to be some kind of a trade-off. He has to do something. Yeah, I guess so. I, I guess I probably don't have the full story, but I thought that was uh, pretty impressive. 
What are we talking about today? What, what are we? Well, we're going to get to weird stories in Scripture. Uh, that's down the road a little bit. Before we do, we're going to try something new. We're going to call this rapid fire rants. So what's going to happen is we're going to dangerous, Tim. <laughs> Especially with Tyler in the room. <laughs> it does. I've got my hand on the mute button over here, right? Smart man. Tyler Smart goes man. too far off the rails. <laughs> uh, so how this is going to work is we're just going to randomly throw out some topic. We really have no rules about what this topic could be, and then we're just going to talk about it for a couple of minutes. All right. Rip on it, rant about it, whatever it might be. Make sense? Let's do it. Got it. This may fail miserably, but then again, what have we done that hasn't? Uh, (laughs) Do any any of these topics have to do with Mississippians, Mormons, or any of the like? Uh, They might be. Oh, here we go, boy. Mine doesn't, but we don't know what yours is going to be. So, uh, who wants to throw out topic number one? I got it. You got it. We got it. All right, so topic number one is going to be the senior trip. What does that mean? What? What? Why do it? The first what thing I do? the first thing I like, think of is like eighty five year olds at the nursing home that go down to the library to pick out their books for the week. Their little senior trip. <laughs> senior trip. Yeah, the old uh, nursing home bus. You know, <laughs> they all load up in there. It's Take probably some, not what you were talking no, about. No, no, no. I think of the laundry list of lies that's kids have to cover up with their parents oh i'm just going with friends to go sit on the beach and have fun on my senior trip what Rock. do they actually do tyler oh tim better be ready to hit that mute button over there <laughs> <clears throat> we all know uh we all know what they end up wanting to do down there colin tim why don't you fill us in on what they do i didn't go on a senior trip to the beach so i have no idea mm. what they do down there Kids, be careful with senior trips. Uh, that's the ultimate uh, <clears throat> takeaway from this one. What did, Colin, your senior trip, what did you do? I went to Mexico. Hey. Oh, no. yep. Colin Even is the guy. Away. Who'd you go to Mexico with, Colin? Some friends off the old baseball team. No, oh, there we go. How'd you no get girls, there? No girls, just guys on a cruise ship. Oh, boy. Mm. Unlimited buffet action. Oh, yes. <sighs> while, while the other guys were off at the club and – other things me and another guy were hitting up the ultimate pizza bar at hey. 3 a.m in the morning dude you cannot beat was it a cruise ice cream. it was a cruise oh man ice cream and pizza 24 7 and we ate ice cream and pizza 24 7 never believe it you weren't around when we went on that cruise were you tim no i was not <clears throat> yeah was we went not. on one cruise and man carly tim's wife now which uh, is tyler's cousin my cousin in case that's right. you don't know that we uh we set up in in the ca- uh, cafeteria area and ate unlimited chicken fingers <laughs> so it was pretty awesome <laughs> hey, i, I, I didn't little... know it was all you can eat and like i ordered some food and she's like do you want some more i'm like i didn't know that was an option <laughs> throw a little cheese action on them. oh my goodness little chicken fingers that'd be awesome they just sat there at the nacho bar with spoons uh, <laughs> forget the spoons just stick my face on them. Oh, big old straw stick it down in the, the old cheese all right good topic that's good yeah that's good okay so here's my here's mine uh i debated even throwing this out there oh here we go but i think i'm gonna do it i'm, I'm gonna do it game of thrones Ooh. Uh, so I started Game of Thrones. Well, 
I attempted to start Game of Thrones last week. So I was tired of all the talk about it. So I was like, I'm going to give this a shot. And after three sets of female body parts that my eyes did not need to partake in, I turned it off. So that's my Game of Thrones story. Well, my Game of Thrones story is I haven't watched one second of Game of Thrones. But there is a guy at work who's probably my best friend at work. And, I mean, you would think that this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. That's, that's my big question about it, though. Right? Because so many people feel that way. So, my synopsis of the 10 minutes of I watched, literally 10 minutes in and three sets of, of that. So, that tells you how bad it is. My synopsis is it is like Lord of the Rings meets Harry Potter meets Fifty Shades of Grey. That's my synopsis. Mm. So is this something that would be recommended for someone who has not seen it? Negative. All right. I'll take your advice. (laughs) Just wanted to pass that on to those who may be listening to this and are – questioning there because I would agree with you wholeheartedly that's one of those things that for some reason there are certain things that our culture embraces wholeheartedly and it is on the one hand it is extremely surprising uh, but on the other hand it doesn't surprise me at all because we are depraved creatures and I guarantee you if it if there were not the um uh if it did not have the level of sexuality that it does, I guarantee you it would not be as popular a show. Mm-hmm. So we would not be sitting here talking about this. And, the, um, you know, the entire world would not be waiting with bated breath for the next episode. Mm. That's like all those cougar moms out there that got all excited about when the Twilight movies came out. Like, oh, Team Edward, Team Cullen. I'm like, you're 40, you sicko. <laughs> like, that's like a 16-year-old kid. <laughs> yeah that's neither here nor there <laughs> so if you're listening to this the end of that little discussion is do yourself a favor and don't go watch it yes got it and don't be a jungle cat looking at 16 year old uh twilight characters that even that either <laughs> follow scripture when it says entertain not even a hint of lust amen that applies to men and women Boys and girls, students and adults, across the board, regardless of the TV show, movie, whatever. All right, Tyler, hit us with a topic. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to have a topic, Tim. Um, I mean, Colin threw out one. Uh, crystal burgers, are they, like, how, how do they get to be squares? Like, this, is, this has perplexed me for years. Is it real beef? Is it not real beef? How do they get it so thin, yet so delicious, yet so unnatural? <laughs> this is why we love Tyler. Yes. Right? Because <clears throat> we have these ideas of what we're going to talk about, and then you get crystal breakers. I'm just going to start this out by saying that I can't stand crystal breakers. Oh, <laughs> that's in the Book of Mormon. That's the part of my sin. <laughs> So I go to Crystal's and get the the uh, the, the chili cheese fries. <laughs> I'm staying away from those square burgers from from wherever they're from. I actually had Crystal uh, for lunch today, and I had to get my teeth cleaned. And like they just gave up. <laughs> after you eat them, like your breath is rancid. It could literally kill roadkill. And yeah. so 
Like I was like trying to drown out my onion breath and mouthwash before I got my my teeth cleaned today. So that was pretty fun. Were you successful? Like, did the dentist say? Anything? I don't know. She wore a mask, so hopefully it didn't <laughs> penetrate through the mask that she was wearing. Oh, so are you you go just straight crystal burgers? Oh yeah. You don't go with any onion, of those. mustard, pickle. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. They've got that deal right now where it's ten. Uh, Ten crystals for six bucks. That's solid. How many? How many would you eat at a time? I did four today. Four. Yeah, four with fries. Week. I'm yeah. sure I could throw down at least six. I did four I do, with fries. I do have a crystal story though. My grandfather told it to me two days ago. Let's hear it. He uh he went to Crystals with my grandmother last Friday, and uh they have a deal where it's like five fifty five for a meal or like three fifty five for a meal. I think something like that. So, five fifty five plus three fifty five, common math. He should have been about nine dollars plus tax, and it rang up to be like thirteen dollars. And my grandfather's the type of man he's like, oh no, you know, we got to get this right. So the lady's like, no, that's what the, that's what the uh, little thing says. So that's what you got to pay. <laughs> my grandfather's like, no, go get the manager. Manager comes in. <laughs> the manager is legit. Pulling out her phone to add this up <laughs> on her calculator to find out that it should be like, I don't know, 950 or something. Mm. And were they in Mississippi? <laughs> <laughs> they were not. Dang. They were here in the old T-Town, but the, even they're the manager from, was still. Mississippi. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're from Mississippi. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. true. Even the manager was not convinced that, that uh, 555 plus 355 is not. 12 or 13 dollars there's so. crystal for you yep <laughs> yeah right along the you know the same level of professionalism as mcdonald's yep yeah yeah speaking of mississippi right we can't go a podcast without ripping on mississippi uh, oh here we go <laughs> so <laughs> why didn't we start with this too? i know we probably should have but i was driving through downtown tuscaloosa mm-hmm. earlier this week and i had a realization hit me that we are currently living in a town that has worse roads than Mississippi. Mm. And that thought just really Mm. threw me into the depths of all Mm. lonely sadness. But you know what that tells me? It tells me that we have progress, unlike Mississippi. (laughs) So at least we're advancing. Oh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of progress. Mm. There is hope, though. I see the orange barrels. See them in my sleep. There's so many of them uh, in this town. Yeah. What was the uh, the meme a couple weeks ago? It said, uh, well, they always put on their little flashing signs, you know, drive like you work here. And the comment was, well, why don't you work like you drive here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. So there you go. If you are working on the roads right now, hey, speed it up just a wee little bit. You know. Work like you drive here. There you go. And that has been Rapid Fire Rants, where we talk about absolutely nothing of great substance. But It was good. You know, it was, yeah, it was fun. Moral of this talk, don't go on senior trips. Don't watch Game of Thrones. Don't work at Crystal. Don't eat, drive through Tuscaloosa. Eat square burgers. Eat square burgers. There you go. Make sure you calculate correctly. Yeah. Always have your old iPhone handy. <laughs> oh, so today, weird stories in Scripture. Um you know, I we all know the uh, the easy stories, right? Noah and the the flood, or David and Goliath, 
Jonah and the big fish. Uh, we know the story about Jesus' birth, and we just made it through uh, Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday. We know the story of Jesus' death and resurrection, but there's a lot of weird stories in Scripture. I don't know if you guys have noticed that, uh, or when the last time you might have read some weird stories is. So I figured we'd just take a few minutes and throw out some weird stories, talk about mm-hmm. why they may be in Scripture, what's the point. Uh, I don't know. Just see what happens. Again, who knows what will come from all this. Maybe something productive or helpful, but weird stories. What's the last weird story you all read? Well, it's not the last weird story I read, but it's uh, the weirdest story that I think I've ever read. So we're just going straight to weirdest. Straight weirdest story ever. <laughs> All right. And I I find myself reading it often just to make sure that it's still in the Bible because I, oh, it just gets me every time. So uh, you're going to find it in Second Samuel chapter 18. And you got King David. Everybody knows about King David. And his son, I'm going to try to say his name correctly. I think it's Absalom. Absalom. Something like that. Absalom. <laughs> My southern version there at the end. Um, And it says about the middle of chapter 18, uh, David's got his army out fighting. And uh, it says that his son happened to meet David's men and his son was riding on his mule and as the mule went under the thick branches of a large oak tree Absalom's hair got caught in the tree he was left hanging in midair while the mule he was riding kept on going and it goes on to say that the enemy found him and killed him so this guy died by his long locks of luscious hair getting Nice alliteration. Ensnared in an oak tree's branches. Talk about hanging on by a thread. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking that gives a whole new meaning to the term leave you hanging. Mm. Yep. Mm. So there's my weird story, Tim. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I, you know, moral of that story is you better be visiting the old barbershop. Either Mm. that or don't ride your mule under low hanging trees. (laughs) That's right. Just don't ride mules. Stay away from mules. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the old story of Absalom. That was your attempt at. Uh... I don't know. Maybe that's right. <laughs> <laughs> you people out there that are smarter than me who can pronounce the yeah, name. Somebody better, tell Colin how to say tell Absalom. Tell me how to say that name. Absalom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it probably would, wouldn't hurt to know more of the context of the story of Absalom. Which I am not well versed in at this moment. You know, I I may should know more about it right now, but I don't. Um, I do. It, I mean, it is an interesting story in that I think, like you said, Absalom was David's son. Uh, David loved his son, and even though Absalom was um, rebelling against David, trying to take over the kingdom and the throne of Israel, uh, David still pursued his son. You know, still loved his son, and even though he did things that were worthy of death, and even though he, you know, committed what um, would be considered treason, uh, David still loved him, and David still um, pursued him, wanted to reconcile with him, and that's a great picture. Even though it's a weird story, it's a great picture of us in Christ, right? Even when we do things worthy of treason and worthy of death, uh, even when we are just flat out 
idiots and rebellious against God, he still pursues us and loves us. He still died for us and still wants to be reconciled with us. So I think it's a great picture. It's a fascinatingly weird story. Uh, you're right, but I definitely think it has some redemptive value. So I'm going to throw out this one. Y'all can explain this one to me. Oh, boy. Second Kings chapter 2, verses 23 and 24. Second you gonna Kings. make us read that, or what happens? Tell us, like, just fill me in. Oh, I don't know. It depends <laughs> on how fast you can get to it. There, Second Kings chapter two, verses twenty-three and twenty-four. It's two verses. Uh, Cliff Notes version, unless Colin has it. Do you have it for us? I have it. Why don't you just read it for us? Let us know what version you're reading as well. It better be this the elect is, standard version. This is the NIV. Okay. Uh, so gonna what is it? Nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> Second Kings, verse, uh, sorry, chapter 2, verse 23 and 24. From there, Elisha went up to Bethel. As he was walking along the road, some boys came out of the town and jeered at him. Get out of here, Baldy, they said. <laughs> Get out of here, Baldy. He turned around, looked at them, and called down a curse on them in the name of the Lord. Then two bears came out of the woods and mauled 42 of the boys. And he went out to Mount Carmel and from there returned to Samaria. Wow. The end. Story's over. Don't mock bald people. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mock the chrome dome. (laughs) Nope. Or you'll get mauled by a bear. But is that really what it's saying? That's literally what it says, Tim. That is literally what it says. It's literally what it says. It is. So do we literally take that and only apply what is literal in that passage? I'm definitely not going to go mock any bald guys. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, I, there was one. Uh, so I saw this online, and it's. I, I definitely don't agree with it or uh, <clears throat> anything of the sort. But it's basically a college uh, website that was ripping on Scripture. And uh, they said this about that particular story Uh, they said in describing it they said it was about that one time a guy got called baldy by some children so the guy got God to send some bears to maul the 42 children to death Mm. that was their recap of the story and my question is is that what the story said nah no, it's not. And I guess my point in bringing this up is I think a lot of times when we re- read these weird scriptures, we read them through the lens of what we think they're saying, and we make inferences that you know may not actually be in the scriptures. Um, part of that sometimes is due to translation, uh, right? If you read that same passage in, I think it's the message. Somebody <laughs> read that on uh, Wednesday night. Right, it... it makes some um, or it takes some liberty in that translation that I think is pretty poor in that it it calls them little children and it you know gives the appearance that you're talking about toddlers or you know elementary school kids or whatever and that's really not what scripture is saying at all right it uses that phrase little children but it's it's not talking about what we think of in terms of kids it uses that exact same phrase to talk about grown adult children so like in your 20s or 30s, uh, it uses that phrase to talk about, you know, one who is getting married or uh, these different things. Yeah, I mean, just 
and just reiterating moreover <clears throat> just the fact that you can so many times uh it, it's really one of my pet peeves is how people uh just in in general will grab one word one verse one um minor small amount of a whole context and just run with it in the entirely wrong direction um how uh i think it was it was actually one of my professors at at school uh was talking about um how if you're going to read a verse and you're going to use a verse um know the context and know what's going on in the story Um, because it makes a big difference on what that verse is trying to say and what it means yeah, that's huge, and I'm actually I'm gonna link in our uh, social medias um, an article that speaks to this passage specifically, and it gives you some of the context of what's happening here. So it gives you the context of the town of Bethel, which is where these uh, people are coming from. It gives you the context of the the meaning of the phrase "little children," and it uh, it is very um, educational just in reading scripture on a deeper level and really knowing what's being communicated there um you know another thing that that these college guys on this website that i read from you know they make the comment that these bears maul the 42 children to death well that's not what scripture says yes it says the bears came out and attacked the children but you know we read news stories all the time you know in in today's world about bears attacking and people not necessarily dying. Just because they don't have all their arms and legs and eyeballs doesn't mean they're dead. Exactly. I mean. Nope. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, there was definitely an element of punishment there, but it doesn't equal death. So we got to be careful about that. How about some uh, scatological humor? How about some? Some poop humor in the scriptures. Oh, okay. Let's see. Um, one of my favorite ones comes out of the book of Judges. Judges, I don't even, Judges chapter 3 with a dude named Ehud. So Ehud was one of the judges um, that God sent, and he finds himself before this king, this uh, evil king named Eglon. And if you go to if you go to Judges chapter 3, verse, we'll start in 17. This is, this is how the Bible describes Eglon. Now Eglon, the king, was a very fat man. Let's just pause there for a minute. Like, what if the, the word of the Lord described you as a very fat man? I mean, seriously, that's de- that's depressing. Well, Tyler, the message says grossly fat. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. Now, Eglon had rolls upon rolls upon rolls. All right, anyways, so, so what goes on? So Ehud's on a mission to take this dude out, not out to dinner, but take him out of this earth. And so, um, so it says this. So Ehud approached Eglon, and he says, I have a message from God for you in verse uh, 20. Uh, and, he, and Eglon arose from his seat, and Ehud reached it with his left hand, took the sword from his right thigh, and thrust it into his belly. Now listen to this description. And the hilt also went in after the blade, and the fat closed over the blade. That's disgusting. And he did not pull out the sword out of his belly. and Oh, for he did not pull out the sword out of his belly, and the dung came out. So that he, like, thrust it in. The fat is enclosed on his hand, covering the knife. He nicks his intestines, and poop shoots out. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, with him being a king, so he's got these security guards outside of his, 
outside of this room to protect him, right? And so the doors, the doors are locked, and Ehud went out into the porch and escaped on the roof behind him. It gets even better. And when he had gone, the servants came, and when they saw the doors of the roof chamber were locked, they thought, hmm, they're starting to smell this. They're starting to smell the doo-doo. Like, what is that? What's that smell? Could, did, did the king have Taco Bell? Like, what's going on? And they said, surely he is relieving himself in the closet of the cool chamber. He crystals. He had crystals. <laughs> he had crystals, that's right. And they waited till they were embarrassed, but when he did not open the doors of the root chamber, they took the key and opened them, and there lie his, their Lord dead on the floor. How about that? Possibly the weirdest story in Scripture. Yeah, that's pretty gross. Like, you got fat rolls, you got dung. You got crystals. You got Taco Bell. Like You what? got death. I mean, talk about a way to die. So why is that story in Scripture, Tyler? What is the redeeming value of that story, and why did God see fit to include it in his word to man? Well, I think the story is bigger than that, Tim, and we need to look at the whole book of Judges and, hey. the, and the purpose of the Judges. So hit us with your Judges knowledge, Tim, <laughs> that you have. <laughs> you like that? That's called a deflector question. <laughs> that is very deflective uh, in nature. Here's what I'll say about Judges. Right? I think the book of Judges can be summed up in the very last verse, and which that verse says, uh, paraphrase, it says, uh, the people did what was evil. No, 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 I'm sorry. The people did what was right in their own eyes. That's right. Okay, so the entire book of Judges, it is full of weird stuff, that being probably the weirdest of the weird. Um, and again, we've got to be really careful about basing a theology around a story from Judges. Judges is not a book of theology. Right? You don't go to Judges to look for examples of God-fearing kings. <laughs> right? You get these stories of folks who did not please God. You see in, I think it's Judges chapter 2, Judges chapter 10, both of those chapters talk about just how defiled the people were um, and how depraved they were and how they followed after other gods and didn't follow the Lord. Um, so this is where this story comes in. Right, It's included in the middle of this book. And I think that that's a good picture of us uh, when we follow what we think is right in our own minds. I say us, meaning mankind. We're going to fall into what you see in Judges. Uh, we're going to do things that you see done in Judges. So we can't look at Judges and say, well, I would never do that. Fast forward to the New Testament in Romans, right? Romans 1 talks about the depravity of, of man and just all the wickedness that man does. And essentially, that's, it's communicating the same thing as judges, right? When left to our own and left to do what we think is right in our own eyes, we will do all kinds of vile and depraved things. Well, you know, the tendency is for someone, especially someone who follows Christ, to think, well, look at that person over there doing fill-in-the-blank sin, whatever it is. I would never do that. Well, then you get to Romans 2 where it says, oh, hey, by the way, you're that same person. So whether you did that exact action, we are all in the same boat. And that boat is sinking fast without Jesus. So why are these stories even in Scripture, Tim? Couldn't you have asked an easier question? <laughs> no, Tim, I couldn't. Although I guess that is the reason we're all here, right? It's the reason anybody's listening to this, because they want to know why weird <laughs> stories are in Scripture. Uh. Here are my thoughts, right? There's nowhere in Scripture that says, 
this is the reason these stories are in there, right? So we don't have that. But here's my thoughts and opinion on it. Uh, Ultimately, Scripture as a whole, all 66 books, Old Testament, New Testament, ultimately it's the story of redemption, of Christ redeeming man and the mess that we've gotten ourselves into. And these stories, they highlight our need for redemption. Mm-hmm. They highlight the muck and the sin and the just depravity. I, I know I've used that word a lot <laughs> in the last 30 minutes or so, but right, these stories highlight where we find ourselves without Christ. Life happens. Life happened to people in Scripture. So these stories are just communicating real-life events. Real people, real situations. There you go. Yeah, so whether we're talking about, you know, David and Absalom, that was a real relationship. Whether we're talking about Elisha and the children uh, that came to mock him, that was a real situation. Whether we're talking about Ehud and Eglon or whatever the guy's name was, that was a real situation. Yep. Um, And any other weird story you see in Scripture, real stories, real life, and they— Ultimately, what they do is they communicate man's need for redemption. I think that's ultimately the reason these stories are in there, communicating redemption. I think, I think that's good. And, and even going along with what you said, um, it, it goes along with redemption. But the reality is we all deserve the punishment that is talked about in, in the scriptures and even the graphic ones like the, the Eglon. We deserve to be Eglon, to be fat. <laughs> And to have a knife jab through our intestines and poop shoot out. Let's just be real. Yeah. Yeah. Or you've got all those other stories, specifically in Judges, but in some of the other Old Testament books as well, that talk about towns or cities or people groups being completely wiped out Mm -hmm. because of their sin. Those are great pictures of our spiritual reality without Christ. Yep. So, on a lighter note, what do we have for world record this week? Um, this week we got our boys over at Dude Perfect. Dude Perfect. Oh, Dude Perfect. Dude. I'm pretty sure every 12 year old boy has seen Dude Perfect, How and about every 31 year old man, every 19 year old boy wishes they could like get their degree and work full time as a Dude Perfect guy. That'd be pretty sweet, Bill. I mean, they make a full time living making trick shots and making videos, so it's it's no. awesome. Well, they did a uh, a big, like a world record breaking time where they brought out a judge and they tried to break a bunch of records. Hey, and let's, let's do that as a podcast. I think we should. Okay, we really should. Awesome. All right, go ahead. I think I can break this one here. All right. Okay. Most eggs crushed with the toes in thirty seconds. Tyler off of. Dude Perfect crushed 45 eggs with his toes in 30 seconds. Um, does, does that mean you're standing over the eggs, like, stomping on them with your toes, or are you... I, I guess. Um, you would have to. It's going to be on their show, on their show that's on Nickelodeon, yeah. so I'm, I'm going to record that and watch that, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one more for you. Um... Tyler also broke this one. I mean, dude's just amazing. All talents He are. opened 48 cans, uh, little aluminum drink cans. He opened 48 cans with one hand in one minute. That's impressive. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. I would 
break every fingernail <laughs> on my hand if I tried to open cans with one hand that fast. Isn't it crazy? crazy that these dudes get paid <laughs> to do this. That's the best part. I mean, it like, is they insane. get paid to do this. So, what a great life. Yep. I'm telling you, I think we should try to break that. I think we 48 could. 48 cans. And I mean, eggs are cheap, so I'm, I'm going for it. We can find somebody with chickens and we can just crush that's all the. It's true. Crush all the baby chicks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a compensated My, endorsement <laughs> no right we just had easter this past weekend and uh this is the first year that jace has really gotten into searching for eggs and so we've got these two cartons of eggs that uh he died with his grandmother over the weekend and the last two nights he has had us hide eggs each night and he goes and finds them and he's going to do it again tonight he's going to say hey let's go hide eggs <laughs> And so uh, we told him, buddy, you can do it one more night, and then these hard-boiled eggs are going into the woods because they stink. <laughs> so. That's right. <laughs> He's going to hide some in his pillowcase. And you're going to find it here in a couple weeks. Oh, buddy. Oh, yeah. uh, fun, fun times being a dad, right? Yeah, it is. It is. And the thing is, like, we literally can hide them in the exact same places, and he still loves it. That's awesome. Like, oh, dude, you found again. that same egg in that same place 24 hours ago. Just as excited. Oh, look, there's another one. Yep. Hey, I found the blue one. So it is good times. You have something to look forward to, Mr. Colin. Beautiful. Uh, Colin Sherrill, sir. <laughs> so that's it for today. That's weird stories in scripture. Um, you know, we, we can't hit all the weird stories. There's there's a lot of them in there. Uh, just remember that it, it all is a part of the bigger picture of scripture, uh, which is the redemption of man, right? Jesus loves us. And from the beginning of time, he set about to redeem the people that he loves and created. So uh, we deserve punishment. As Tyler says, uh, Christ took our punishment for us. That's what we celebrated this past weekend in celebrating his death and resurrection. And now we don't have to live in uh, death and bondage to sin and and slavery, but we can live in uh, new life. And we can have an eternal future with Christ because of his being raised uh, to life uh, again. So that's that. We are wrapping up another episode. We're through episode nine. Next episode is a big one. Oh, double digits. Baby. Double digits. That's when we get that sponsorship. That's right. I'm waiting for it. If anybody else there, out there wants to sponsor us, just hit us up. Today we're sponsored by Great Value Pretzel Rides. They're low-fat. And come in a 12-ounce bag. And Tyler has been tearing up some great value pretzel rods over the past 45 minutes. Looking at you, Walmart, for that sponsorship. <laughs> oh, goodness. Come back and join us next week as we hit episode number 10. Uh, not sure what we're going to talk about, but we'll try to plan something fun because it's a big time. So be sure you go uh, check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Fluent Grace Podcast, Instagram, Fluent Grace Podcast, Twitter, we're at Fluent Grace Pod, and then we've got our Gmail account, fluentgracepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, go like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I don't know, do you like Instagram or follow Instagram? Whatever you do, do, do what you do on all those social media accounts, follow us, keep up with content. Uh, we're going to be putting up some show notes probably on Facebook. Uh, so go check those out. Thanks for sticking around, and we will check back with you next week. Latest. Gooses. We out. <laughs>